What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Here we are in the beautiful heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 151 of Pace the Nation. And we got a full crew to get us through this episode. To my right, of course, it's Joanna e. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Do we have a new person on the podcast? Because uh, I'm not, not really sure who's sitting across from me right now. <laughs> I know. Well, let's bring him in to our left. We think it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? I thought that this confirmed it is me. I know. I know Kaylin Kay said that, but I've gotten mm-hmm. so used to the beard that this is very... Well, he's got, see, the thing is he's got, for the, for the listeners out there who can't see, we, we, we need to get a, uh, I'm glad the Facebook Live feed worked there in Charlottesville. I know, me too. We need to get the Thank Facebook you, Live uh, working here uh, in studio. For those who can't see us, which is everybody who's listening except for uh-huh. Joanne and I, uh, he's got his 5 o'clock shadow already uh, uh-huh. kicking, kicking in. And uh, so, but, but not the Are full. Are we recording at 5 o'clock? <laughs> not the full not the full like who's the character on the the, the Christmas show? Oh my God, every Yukon time. Cornelius. Yeah, you, he's not got the Yukon. Oh Cornelius my gosh! Uh, so uh, Shredder we're, Joanna, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get into that. Uh, a great event this weekend at the uh, Random Row Brewery in Charlottesville for the Saint Baldrick's Foundation. A lot of money was raised, and Docs is gonna tell us all about that. Uh, he lost probably about. Six pounds of beard and hair and yeah, exactly. It was um, six pounds. It was six point one pounds. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of video out there. You can find that on our Facebook page at Pace the Nation. So we'll talk about that. We also uh, have a couple of us who just got back from the Boston Marathon. An exciting weekend for us as well, Joanna, as we watched the first American win Boston since thirty three years. Nineteen eighty five. Nineteen eighty five. First so, American woman. Woman, correct. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so that was a really exciting race. Uh, it was rough weather, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, Joanne and I watching that race together on Monday. Uh, there was also a lot of other events that weekend that Joanne and I want to talk about. Uh, we'll get to uh, the 5K that happened on Saturday and whether Joanna continued her streak or not. Uh, so that's a good tease there. And and it's very unknown because of Joanna's social media boycott. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, we also have a former guest in the news about the, the Boston Marathon that I want to touch on. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, a potential guests in, in the future. I, I hesitate to tease them, mm-hmm. but one I talked to, talk to at uh, the weekend of the Boston Marathon, and he's got a story that William Docks would love. Oh, man. Uh, so maybe we'll, we'll touch on that. Now uh, I want to. I want to start with that because yeah. – I can't have Well, that, I, that I don't even know if I want to tell you the story because I want to wait for him to come on the show to tell you the story. <laughs> I do so not like anticipation. This is I a don't tease. appreciate you teasing this me. This is a tease for um this is a tease for uh maybe a few weeks to a few months from uh, now for that. See, show. that's ridiculous. Uh, well, well, you're just going to you're just going to have to wait on that. Um so uh, as we always do, we have a ton of exciting guests to 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 get to uh including today's uh guest Next week is the New Jersey Marathon. Very excited about uh, that Pacers running event. Uh, The event starts in Monmouth County and ends in Long Branch. And today we're going to have the mayor of Long Branch, Adam Schneider, joins us. Uh, He's going to talk about his running because he is a big-time runner and his involvement in the New Jersey Marathon that happens next week. Uh, So excited to have uh, 
the mayor of the town that the marathon finishes in uh, next week. And it looks like good weather. Unlike Boston, it looks like really good weather. Or unlike the weather outside the window right now. Oh, it it's just true. got so dark. It, it was did. so bright. It did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can uh, I can I say something yes. real quick about uh, the the race starts in Monmouth County? Yes. Uh, one of us at the table used to live in Monmouth County. Thank you very much. Even though everybody likes to think well, I'm not from uh, Jersey. Wow, I didn't I didn't I didn't actually realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so there's Jersey connections all throughout Pacers. That's good to, mm-hmm. to know. There's another one with Docs in Monmouth County. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about the Boston Marathon. I want to talk about the men's side as well. So just a, a big show to get to today. I mean, this is truly, sometimes I say it's a big show, but this is truly uh-huh. a really big show. So let's get right into it, Docs. Uh, we saw you on Facebook Live this weekend. Oh, thanks for watching. And you shaved your beard for a great cause and your head. I actually didn't realize the head mm-hmm. shaving was a part of it. It's uh, the main part of it. It's the main part of it. Uh-huh. Well, the main part of your, your uh, no offense. The, I had a mane. You basically did have a mane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main part of your hair was definitely your beard. Um, <laughs> and wow. Um, I, I, I know we promoted it, but I didn't realize how big it was. A lot of people out there, a lot of people doing uh, head shaving, beard shaving oh, for it was a amazing. great cause. It was amazing, yeah. It was like over, over 20 people got their head shaved. Wow. Uh, we raised uh, over $20,000 for our event wow. for uh, research for uh, pediatric cancer. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, the, the number of people there that that, uh, that were there to support, that, that were there to volunteer, uh, that were there to actually get their, their locks cut. Uh, by the way, Carter came up with the hashtag, it's DocsLocks, hashtag <laughs> DocsLocks. Yeah, well done, Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so men and women out, out there. Lots of women, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I know Joanna did the, what was it called, Joanna, where, where the, the bottom part of your hair is shaved? Oh, an undercut. An undercut. But they they. I mean, they were committing to well, it. Well, they did, did the undercut, undercut, then they did the overcut, then they did <laughs> they the middle did cut. The whole cut, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, is, that is very cool that all, all, all those people stepped up to the plate. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was like I said, it was an amazing event. Um, I, I would like to... Uh, thank all of our listeners that helped reach the fundraising goal. Um, it's awesome to be part of a community with with all these great people, uh, and I also appreciate this, the retweets and social media posts from Michael P. Miller, Satya Morthy, and Caitlin Kay, uh, helping me to uh, get that story out and get that uh, and to get some more donations and to really reach your fundraising goal. Yeah. I mean, over twenty thousand dollars for that entire group yeah. that was there just for the entire group that was there right that's yeah that was for the event the, the event total wow. um we we did get a big push on the last day and i have a little story for that okay. mm-hmm. uh when I, I joined the event late like they i went down there to charlottesville as, as you guys already know i went down for a wedding uh we were at random row and i found out about the event and it had already been in place for a couple months so i i signed up and when i signed up i saw that they had a, a leaderboard for donations raised and within a week of um, joining, I took over first place on that late on that wow on that leaderboard. Um, but you know, donations kept coming in, and uh, with a couple days to go, the woman who was in first place before she overtook the lead, and then I would get some money, and then she would overtake the lead again. Um, on the last day, with with the help of everybody who was you know we had a big social media push on the last day, last twenty four hours. We took over first place again, 
And so I got in my car to drive down to Charlottesville. I'm in first place. Donations are still coming in. But when I arrived at Random Row, I found out that she overtook the top spot mm. with a last-minute cash donation. So everybody who donated on the last day, I want to let you know that your donation was matched by this woman who I believe wanted the top spot, which I think is great. We basically pushed uh, not only to get our donations, but we pushed her to... to uh, donate more so that she could get that top spot. And this is not a bad thing to lose, Docs. It's good. I that agree. <laughs> no, I think it's great. That's great that they're pushing, you guys are pushing each other to this mm -hmm. top spot. And I, I want everybody to know, everybody yeah. who donated on the last day, you, you basically wow. had your donation matched. I that's, think that's awesome. That is fantastic. Wow. A uh, ton of money raised. Uh, that charity of the, the, the children's pediatric cancer near and dear to our heart and to many people out there listening. So well done, Docs. Um, have you ever had your head shaved before? Not like this. Yeah, it, it was, it was I've, like... I've never gone less than three. So they didn't bring a bring out a Bic razor and do I was the whole... disappointed, yeah. No, I didn't want a Bic razor. I wanted the straight edge. <laughs> I wanted so, the straight razor. So, so she didn't... Uh, I saw the nice woman cutting her hair. She, the, she didn't bring out the, the shaving cream and do that whole thing. I, I think that... Yeah, exactly. And and uh, I was going to put some cowboy boots on, <laughs> do the whole thing. But, right. uh, you know, like when you when you see the video, you see that, that we had to be very industrious about this. There were so many people that needed to right. sit down in the seat. I don't think that they had time to like, uh, you know, do the the old shampoo and right, right, right. <laughs> all the stuff shampoo the hair that's going to go on the floor. Right. Uh, yeah. They so they they were just pretty quick to get you in Efficient, and out of that seat. No yeah. doubt. I mean, there was a line of people and it looked like a crowded uh, random row. Yeah. Um, now it, there was a kid there, probably like fourteen, fifteen years old, who had uh, tremendous hair. Mm -hmm. Not the event that you should go to if you have great hair. Because oh, everybody, everybody's like, oh, you should go get a cut. Peer pressing yeah, him to do it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's not the place to I mean, be. I'm glad that he came out to support everybody else. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, our, our friend and listener, Ray Weed and son, Alex, probably shouldn't show up there. Exactly. He's Actually, got, the, that, that kid's got a head of hair that anybody would be jealous of. That was the comp that I was going to use, right. but and I didn't want to name one of our friend. friend's underage kids. Right, that's true. Uh, <laughs> so what are they doing? Are they actually using this hair? I mean, are they sweeping it all up and using it for like wigs or something like that? Well, I, I mean, I think in my, I think in in some cases, I saw like some of these women had really long hair, mm -hmm. and so they they would kind of ponytail it or whatever, and and right. and cut that, and then they saved those. Mm -hmm. I, th I think you have to have extremely long hair to to, to actually, actually save, save it. Yeah. Well, Th there is there are uh, kids out there that that are gonna have. Uh, a nice beard. Well, because <laughs> my beard was long enough. Well, to say. I, I would say that um, there was plenty of beard hair for Michael P. Miller to use <laughs> for his next Photoshop of yeah. Joanna Heather, um, Leslie Haywood, and I guess it was Docs that need the photoshopping. Or no. was that a Photoshop? Or was that the hair that was? Uh... Anyways, you got to yeah. check out. But check out Michael P. Miller. Mm -hmm. Ma Ma Mako Shark something on Twitter. Mako. Mako Shark, whatever it is. Check him out. He's the best Photoshopper in the country. That was a good mm -hmm. one. Uh, so, well, congratulations to you, Docs, and everybody who participated in that. And thank you again to all the listeners who pushed uh, Docs to that top spot or close to the top spot. Well, uh, we, we reached our goal, and we yeah. raised a lot of money for, awesome. for a great cause. And so we thank everybody for, for uh, participating and helping out. That's fantastic. All right, well... I gave uh, the audience two cliffhangers. One, uh, a future guest who I'm not going to 
let docs know about until we later get him on the show and the story that that future guest has has this person been on the show before yeah, not you don't even know this person but uh you will enjoy the story for sure mm-hmm. uh but the other cliffhanger was whether joanna was able to finish the boston marathon 5k road race that happened saturday before the boston marathon she's done it nine consecutive years and this would be the 10th this is the 10th year yeah and not only is it the 10th it would be every single year so it's not you haven't missed one at i this haven't point. missed one since i started it it's incredible yeah all right meaning, so. meaning that she ran in the first ever Race. Inaugural, yep. the inaugural, inaugural race. race when there was only six people. <laughs> can can we just real quick talk about the weather? I just saw. I mean, we're basically getting close to Wizard of Oz <laughs> type condition. conditions out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is bad. I mean, this weather in in April. I mean, we didn't. Joanna didn't touch on the weather initially, but and, uh, this weather, and she usually does. It has been nuts. I thought it was like I thought it was too cliche to keep talking about the weather. <laughs> it is. I'm glad that I'm glad that we don't open well, with the weather Well, it's actually every relevant time, today. Though. I know. I like that I stopped talking about the weather, and then it gets like crazier and crazier. Right. Like it's yeah. like, oh, why aren't you talking about me? The weather's yeah. upset. Mother Nature's right. upset. Uh, yeah. I also saw since we're talking about things, I saw out the window, and then we can get back to the show. Mm. Uh, I saw a dog that was on a leash, but then the dog puts the leash in its mouth. As if it's walking the the owner. Mm. I love when dogs do that. That is great. Okay. All right. Well, we got our weather and dog uh, portions of the show out of the mm-hmm. way. Check, uh, check. Hopefully this. Hopefully the weather does turn and we finally get some spring type weather. I thought it was happening this morning, but it is. I don't know. I like this. It's anonymous out there. I think that's the right word. All right. Anyway, so Joanna, this was going to be your tenth in a row, every single one done, and it was dicey because obviously you just got in surgery a few weeks ago yeah so so i had foot surgery five weeks ago Mm -hmm. um and i i go to boston and when i fly in on friday um i'm that person that didn't actually check the website to see where the expo was i already had my number but i you know like like to go to the expo and i go to the heinz convention center where it normally is and it's not there it's in seaport yeah this was not convenient to most folks and it and it's not seaport really isn't that far away it's only like a mile and a half from where my hotel is so i was like oh i can walk it so i walk to the expo i like walk around the expo and then i walk back so you basically did over a 5k i did over five yeah great and then on saturday morning when i wake up i because i didn't bring any ice with me so my foot is like really big you didn't check ice in your bags i didn't and i they have ice in the hotel i should have gotten ice what a terrible farley type i mean (laughs) well farley do you always pack ice or no i I, I would do something like this though um, so I, when I walked to the start, which is like a mile away on Saturday morning, my foot like really hurts. And I called my mom. Throbbing. Yeah. And I was like, this is so stupid. I really shouldn't do this. Like I shouldn't make my foot worse for like the sake of a streak. It's like just not worth it. I disagree, but continue. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I came all the way up here and I really can't face Barley if I don't just like do this <laughs> stupid race. Love it. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh so then I, you know, I already decided I'm just walking. Like I'm not putting my my foot in jeopardy I'm just gonna walk it and so I I get my my shirt and then I I go what I think is far enough back that I'm with like all the walkers right. and the guy in front of me is talking about walking so we were in like the second wave and you you go down a hill on the side of the commons and you turn onto the street that it starts on now there's 5,000 people in this race so it's no like I mean 
Doc's painted as as if it was like a six person race. That was the this inaugural is, one. This is the, this the is race is grow with each huge, year. Huge race. So. I actually are there. I think there's more than five thousand people in it. Yeah, the the announcer. I was at the finish line okay. looking for you, but okay. yeah, I mean, they said five thousand, probably more. Well, so anyway, so I'm in like the second wave, and and when we start to move towards the start line, everybody around me does like that like pre race like kind of jog thing, and then and like then you stop. Well, and I was like, I can't be like that person that's like walking now already. Right. So I like kind of like jogged with everybody, and then we just jog through the start i also thought it was funny everybody around me was like shocked because the elite race finished before i even started <laughs> right right um and so then i just got swept up in it and i was like i also have to make a train so i can't walk and it says in the literature that the the course closes at 9 15 and since i didn't even start until like 8 20 i was like if i walk it i'll never make it and i didn't want to get kicked off the course so i was like i just i have to i have to jog it so you jog the whole thing i jog the whole <laughs> you thing you could have hopped on one foot <laughs> That it actually, well, it felt better to jog because I and, was just like. And Guinness was in town for the weekend, know, yeah. so you could have probably gotten some sort I of record. I, I, I didn't even think about that. I, I, you know what? Uh, d- d- real side note, real quick. I mm-hmm. did scour the internet for this uh, this Guinness guy d- d- running the marathon backwards. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything on him. I think he bagged it because the weather was probably mm-hmm. so bad. But anyways, we'll get to Sunday. We'll get to Monday's race. But so you jog the whole thing. Your foot must have blown up to like twice its size. It was it was really big and it was really <laughs> purple. And like when I was in the shower, because there's kind of like a line in the middle of my foot. So yeah. like the front half of my foot was like really swollen and purple. It kind of looked like a balloon. And then the rest of my foot looked fine. Oh, my God. But I had I have some compression socks yeah. um, that Mark Johnson was kind enough to send me from CEP. You, so Mark. I yeah threw on some compression socks socks got on the train um yeah wow so you finished the race your time again was 31 14 31 14 oh, i could beat that <laughs> not not, ter- not terrible not terrible yeah well so done. for i also want to just like put this out there on the airways for peter mm-hmm. russo i'm Your five dad. weeks post-surgery and i ran 31 14 so he i can think beat that, right? he can break 30 yeah yeah, well, I hope he can. Now he's got new motivation to do so if he can't. For yeah, sure. I just threw down the challenge. <laughs> you did. Well, well done. So 10 years in a row. Um, what happens the year that you qualify for the Boston Marathon? Um, I mean, you can, you can still do both. Then, a lot yeah. of people actually do both. Yeah. So like the guy that was talking about walking in front of me, he was running on Monday. He, yeah. They just like do the, the 5K as a shakeout run. Right. Very cool. Well, we'll get into more of the Boston Marathon weekend because it was eventful um, and Despite the weather, a very exciting weekend uh, that, that that I was up there. Joanna was up there. I wasn't uh, invited. You, you were <laughs> invited, but a very cool mm-hmm. weekend. But let's talk about another marathon, the New Jersey Marathon, April 29th. Uh, we are very excited to be the owners and producers of this marathon. Uh, it, it runs through, I think, six or seven jurisdictions. I should know that. I think it's seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, these townships, because they are townships. You guys, Jersey guys, know that there's townships. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they run through all these different townships. It ends at at the the beach in Long Branch, in beautiful Long Branch. The mayor of Long Branch, Adam Schneider, is a pretty serious runner. Uh, I believe he ran the half marathon last year, uh, and he is an integral part of helping us figure out how to get this race all the way from Monmouth into his, his town. Uh, he's going to talk some running. He's going to talk some marathon. He's going to talk some long branch. All that's going to be next here on Pace the Nation.
All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Doc's Joanna, we are excited to be joined on the phone by the Long Branch Mayor, Adam Schneider. Mayor Schneider, how are you? I'm doing great today. Uh, how are you guys doing? We are doing fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us today about, um, you know, maybe, what are we, 10, 11 days from the marathon that uh, finishes there in your your town of Long Branch? That's right. Just yeah. It's not that far away. I know. So uh, April 29th, uh, we've got the the New Jersey Marathon that runs from Monmouth County to the Long, to, uh, Long Branch and finishes there right on the, the beach there in, in Long Branch. And so we're going to talk a lot about that, uh, Mr. Mayor, but we also want to talk a lot about your, your running as well. Um, and yes. kind of your involvement in the, in the race. But first, I want to start. Um, we had a meeting with you a, f- a few, uh, uh, maybe a couple months ago. And I got to remind these guys, because I want to brag a little bit. <laughs> the mayor knew about breaking three. Is that correct? You walked into the room. I didn't even know that you were necessarily coming. <laughs> and I think the first thing I said to you is, you're the guy who ran that one-man marathon. Yes. <laughs> how did you, you know, hear? How did you the hear? Washington- oh. Yeah. What's that? I was going to ask how you heard about it. Well, I read the Washington Post. You know, I'm a politician, mm-hmm. and I'm somewhat disgusted by what goes on in Washington <laughs> on a routine basis. And the Washington Post is a great newspaper. And I see this story about the owner of Pacers, and I go, I kind of know that guy. <laughs> I certainly know the company. And it was a great, I thought it was a great story. Well, thank you. And uh, I have to give a lot of credit to these guys on the podcast who helped make it happen and the staff at Pacers Running. A lot of that same staff who's going to be helping put on the New Jersey Marathon in, in, a, in about a week and a half from now. With um, slightly more people. With slightly, <laughs> slightly, yeah. It's going to be a few more people here mm-hmm. at the Jersey Marathon, not the Marathon of One. Well, we'll have a few more runners in this yeah, race ex- than you did then. Exactly. Uh, so we are uh, super excited about uh, the, the marathon. Uh, so you're a runner, which I think is just makes it so cool that the race finishes in your town there. Uh, have you done the, you, you've done this uh, half marathon before, is that correct? I do it most years. I missed, um... One year, because I had shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. I had dislocated my shoulder and was off the roads for a couple of months. And But almost every other year I've done it. Um, you know, half marathon is a great distance for me. Mm-hmm. I, I think I have the same reaction a lot of other people do. You know, a, a full marathon is going to be five to six hours on my feet. Right. <laughs> Doesn't sound like fun to me. <laughs> but in- having a goal all winter of the half, that's that's a good time. Right. I agree. That's very, very I know, smart. this guy's speaking to me right now. Yeah, I know. So, have you always been a runner? No, not always. You know, I um, I think I'm like a lot of people. When I Right when I got out of college, you know, I went from, when you're in college, you play ball every day. Right. You know, there's a group of friends around. So, what do you do? You play hoops. You yep. play football. You play softball or, or baseball, yep. whichever it was. And then you graduate college and... You know, all of a sudden you realize the best time of your life is almost is over. You know, college was wonderful, but you need. I needed something to do to stay physically active. Yep. And um, unfortunately, you know, you hit your twenties and realize, ah, oh, that's not easy anymore. We got to go to and, old people sports. Yeah, in your late twenties, you realize that. Well, actually, for me, it was my early twenties because <laughs> you know I was riding a train, commuting into New York, and uh-huh. I'd have a beer on the ride home. Yep. And, and then I'd eat dinner, and then, you know, that's and, – and I didn't like it. I, right. I felt, okay, I'm not that active. And with a 
two other friends, we started running a little bit. And it was sort of training for, you know, we were going to play, we were on a softball team. And I just realized I liked running more than I liked playing softball. And I stuck with it. And that was 1976, 1977, and I haven't wow. stopped yet. So have you done marathons before? Did one. I did okay. one while I was in law school. I did the Dartmouth Medical School Marathon. There you go. And it was 1980. I cannot squeeze into that T-shirt anymore. <laughs> yeah. And it was, you know, I was at the 20-mile marker, and I was doing okay. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea that I was going to come close to four hours, and I was already behind schedule. But the woman, you know, at the water stop at 20 said, all downhill from here. And I was like, okay, six miles, I can do this. And I went around the bend, and there was this huge... You know, we're in New Hampshire, Vermont, mm-hmm. um, and there was this huge hill slash mountain. And the only thing that kept me going is if I finish, I never have to do this again. That's right. <laughs> and I, which I, you know, and I'll tell you that what I remember, I finished. It was like five hours, um, and I went to Vermont Law School in South Royalton, Vermont, which mm-hmm. is a tiny little town. Great running trails around there. But the my class the next day was on the third floor of the mm. building. Oh man! Walking up was no big deal. Walking, Walking down was yeah. one of the more painful experiences of my life. <laughs> that's true. My and, legs just hurt. Yeah, and that's why you've stuck to half marathon since. Very smart. Well, I've trained a couple for full yeah. since then. Yeah. But you know, I'd break down. Um, it just got to be. I, I actually the first year of this race. Mm-hmm. This race was founded um, by a guy named Art Castellano. Right. And Art came up to me. I was in the foods, you know, in the, in the grocery market. And he comes up to me and says, I'm starting up the old Jersey Shore Marathon. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and said, I guess I'm going to have to get in shape again. <laughs> and um, it was a hot, sunny day. It was April of 1997, I believe. And... Um, I ran 18 miles. It was the first warm day. I was drinking water. I just felt horrible. In 18 miles, I sat down, and threw up, and same thing. Though I should have, I should have just walked the rest of the way, right. so I wouldn't. But I just, I was done. I was, I was, I was cooked. And um, when it became, when they added the half, it just said, you know, then every year I, I really do whatever I can to run. That spoke to you, yeah. Well, a lot of our listeners who uh, have done marathons have experienced similar. Similar stories to what you, I mean, it is a tough, tough event. We were just talking about the Boston Marathon before he came on, and the weather was just brutal, so there was a ton of people who dropped out that weekend. Um, it's not going to be, look, from, all right, so we're 10, 11 days out. The weather looks pretty good there right now, so we're really excited about that. What, 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 what should folks expect weather-wise uh, in your town uh, late, late in April? Well, it can be anything from cold to summery. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't had a summer day here to speak yeah. of yet. Okay. You know, we've hit the mid-70s, and then the next day was similar to what it was in Boston on Marathon right. Monday on Patriots Day. Yeah. You know, it was cold and wet the next day. It was 40 degrees, and I actually, you know, I'm listen, I'm like every other runner. I don't care what the weather is. I'm That's going right. to have to run. That's right. You know, if it's hot, I'm going to sweat more and maybe <laughs> cut back and, and drink a lot of water afterwards. Right. If it's cold, I'm going to put on another layer of clothes. That's a great you know, I, my favorite. My favorite weather to run in is 
I love running in a snowstorm. Yeah. I actually, we, we had a blizzard here the first week in January. Mm -hmm. I took my phone out and took pictures of the, you know, the run course. And I had, you know, ice caked on my, my head. And I posted those pictures on Facebook and I got about 80 comments and about 75 of them were, you're out of your mind. <laughs> and the other five were, I went out today too and we had so much fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's about, uh, I don't know, what is that 7 8%? I like that 7 8% of those folks. That's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, listen, weather is a fact of life. Yeah. And, and if you say I'm only running on perfect days, you're not going to run a lot. All right, well, the mayor will be out there regardless. So you're going to be running this race on the 29th, correct? Yep. All right. That's awesome. So he'll be running the half marathon. So it is a great event. It's been going on way longer than Pacers has been involved. You've been involved with this race forever. Uh, it's a it's it's a pretty big impact to your um, to, to your town there, right? I mean, I would assume that I know that the, the the a lot of folks don't start coming to Long Branch for vacation until probably after this race happens. So it's great to have oh, these folks, folks in town before, right? That, that's absolutely true. I can tell you one of the years, you know, we've done this, we've done a lot of work to revitalize our mm -hmm. city in the 20 years we're talking about since the race started. And at one of them, um, I don't I don't think it was actually the half, but it was at a, a different race, because we have a lot of events in town. Sure. Um, you know, you're running along the ocean sounds pretty appetizing to a lot of people, so <laughs> right. we do it, you know, more than just one day a year. And somebody said, why don't you advertise what you're doing here? And I said, the race was the advertisement. Right. You know, you came, you're going to run through some great neighborhoods, not just not just in Long Branch, but obviously I care more about our town. Mm -hmm. right. But you're going to finish along an oceanfront where there's businesses and restaurants and a beach. And maybe the most important time it ever happened was six years ago, right after Sandy, you know, mm -hmm. uh, five years ago, right after Sandy. Yep. We had been struggling to get the beachfront repaired so that we would be open for summer of 2013. And, you know, to have 10,000 people run along the beach and see stairs had been rebuilt, even though the boardwalk was gone, it had mm -hmm. been torn out by the storm, and, you know, to see that we had done all this work so that our beaches would be open for that summer. You know, people were coming up to me and saying, we're so happy to see it. You know, then they patronized the businesses, and, you know, you'll we'll have on a late, well, it isn't even late spring, you know, on a mid-spring day, we're going to have, you know, 10,000, 12,000 runners and all of their family and friends who come out and cheer on the Long Branch Oceanfront, you know, regardless of the weather. Right. So that excites us a lot. Right. The big financial impact, you know, over the weekend, the restaurants are going to be full, the hotels are going to be full. And there's another reason, you know, I don't remember where I read it and I didn't save the article and I wish I had when you have a major running event in your community and people watch other people run, they're inclined, they're more inclined to get off the couch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if a bunch of people watch this race and say, I can do that, and you guys have a 5K as part of this right, race, yep, and if well, all they say they're going to do is, I'm going to run a 5K as opposed to sitting here watching TV on a Saturday afternoon, and I'm going to get in shape to do that, that's a big deal. Yep, I totally agree. Oh, you, you, you mentioned Sandy and how great it was that you guys were able to put on that put on your, your race the, the year after Sandy. Um, my, my wife's parents live Long Beach Island, and, and that um, 
you know, that area is still kind of rebuilding. And everybody remembers, all runners remember Sandy because it canceled the New York City Marathon. You guys are right, right there in New York City. You're able to put on the race. You know, that happened in November that you put on the race in, in, in April. How is Long Branch doing since Sandy, now that we're five some odd years later? We're doing, we're doing fine. That doesn't mean that there aren't still some homeowners whose houses are still in disrepair. Um, I've got friends who right now their house is being lifted and rebuilt. Mm. And by the time, you know, it took five years to work their way through the maze of insurance and everything else and get the money to, to lift it. Um, they've been back in the house. That it, it was reconstructed once and now it's being lifted. Um, you know, there are, there are friends, there are other people I know who got scammed by bad contractors. Yeah. Yeah. Who, you know, that that's all too common a theme. You know, one of the things that happens is, you know, people descend on a storm-ravaged area who aren't so honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the town as a whole, though, you know, our, our infrastructure, you know, we, we improved it. The biggest issue, and people will see this as they're running the last um, two miles of the race, you know, you hit the oceanfront, whether it's the half or the, or the full. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you, you are heading north towards the finish line and you got about a mile and a half to go and you're on the Long Branch Oceanfront. We built a beautiful boardwalk. Hmm. Um, the boardwalk that was there before the storm was very old. It wasn't decrepit, but we knew it had problems. And when the storm hit, some of it was ripped out and tossed 50 feet. Some of it looked fine, but was completely undermined and just was hanging there. And so we had to rip it out and rebuild it. And the rules changed in the course of the project. You know, what you had to do with the Department of Environmental Protection in the state, what we had to do with, with FEMA. But we got we got about $20 million. We didn't have to spend all of it. And we had this great contractor. And it got built. It reopened um, three years ago now. You know, it took us a two, two full years to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's beautiful. Actually, we opened two years ago now. We opened in 16. And um, it's beautiful. And it's, it did take forever to rebuild. It took a long time. People were getting pretty anxious about it. But it's this gorgeous beachfront. Um, and I think people are going to look at it and say, this is a really nice place. Then you run through Pier Village and then you hit the promenade where there's a pretty big crowd cheering you in. And, and certainly for everyone, that's, you know, you like people yeah and there is no finish like finishing you know on the beautiful uh the shoreline that long branch has uh you mentioned construction it's still there's still some construction there and you helped us kind of navigate our race uh around some of this construction so do you, do you like to see the the the, the build the, the building still happening i mean there's there's it looks like the boardwalks being reconstructed that's got to be exciting for you well the whole area yes it's very exciting you know 10 well it's more than 10 years ago, but 15, 20 years ago, when this race started, you were coming along the oceanfront and you were looking, thinking, this area is pretty sketchy. Right. And it was. You know, we had a major hotel had opened and was supposed to spur future revitalization of the area that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, market conditions had changed. People were passing the North Jersey coast and that area needed a serious, serious uh, revitalization. And it was, you know, the big project. I've been mayor since 1990, and we started wow. doing revitalization in, in 1994, 95. And it was a group of people, you know, working together for a common goal. 
And you come down now and you think, you know, the big, one of the big criticisms I get is you made the oceanfront too nice. It's, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know too many people want to come here. And, um, you know, on a summer day, you know, we'll have, you know, tens of thousands of people just yeah. for the beach. And I find that very encouraging and yeah. exciting. It provides a lot of jobs and economic impact on the city. Um, but it's also, you know, a vibrancy and an excitement to the town that wasn't here 20 years ago. No doubt. Well, the, the race, again, is April 29th. You can still sign up for the race. Uh, you know, this, this podcast will come out on Monday as we sit here recording with Mayor uh, Adam Schneider on uh, the 19th. I am looking at the 10-day. You, you mentioned the 5K, and I'm glad you mentioned that because um, you can run with the mayor in the half marathon on Sunday. Saturday, I know you said the weather doesn't matter, but it looks sunny, maybe a little, uh, little bit of clouds, low of 48, high of 58. So perfect weather. So sign That's up. That's a great day to run. A great day to run on Saturday, and I'm hoping Sunday is going to be more of the same. Um, so you'll be running on Sunday. Uh, the, the race is sponsored by um, – the race is, is one of the sponsors is Diodora, but I think you're a big Hoka fan. Is that right? Are you running is- Hoka's these days? I'm wearing them as we speak. Nice, too. nice. Which you know, which ones I, you wearing? Are they all black or which ones you wearing? No, which ones they're, you wear to they're work? blue and orange. See, the Ooh, American the orange wear, and blue. The American wear whatever shoes he wants to work. I love it. Well, I actually this morning I had a I had a client first thing, uh-huh. and I was running real well. I so I said, you know what? I only live two minutes from the office. Yep. And they were people I know. So I'm sitting here in my running clothes. I'll have to go home later. You know, I don't think any of your your listeners are going to care what I'm wearing or that I need a shower. Right, no. um, and yes, the mayor does get to wear what he wants That's to right. work most days. I should be mayor. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> um, I, I am sort of interested, before we get you, I am interested in the process of... So we live here in D.C. I was born and raised here in D.C. Uh, my dad was from New Jersey. Joanna is from New Jersey. Docs, you were born in New Jersey. So a lot of New Jersey connections here. No, I wasn't. Here. Oh, you weren't born in New Jersey? No, what? but I lived in Jersey. You lived in Jersey. That's yeah. what it is. Where did he live? Docs, where did uh, he live? I lived in Fort Monmouth. All right, Fort Monmouth. All I know, Fort Monmouth is five minutes from here. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know, see, but see, these guys Ocean don't Port. recognize that. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Well, and Joanna, where are you? Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Sussex County. So, Sussex County. Yeah, much farther north. Okay. Okay. Um, and and my dad, uh, born and raised in Princeton, so we've got a lot of New Jersey connections. Um, what led you? You've been mayor there since 1990. You born and raised there. Always interested in politics, and and and, and you went to Dartmouth for law school. No, and, no, I went to Vermont law. I'm school. sorry, law the, the Vermont road law races. school, which is yeah. a small little, yeah, uh, small little town. I grew up about 15 minutes okay. from here. Okay. In a town called Little Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always, in, my parents were always interested in politics, and mm-hmm. that was passed on to me. I was raised in a in a town that was 90% Republican, and my parents were friends with the other 10% of the people. <laughs> and I, I grew up in a house where I was taught at a very young age, and I'm talking about, you know, the late 50s, early 60s, that just about everything evil in American life could be connected to Richard Nixon. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, you know, we were liberal Democrats in a conservative Republican town. So I thought you had to be nuts to be involved in local <laughs> politics. Yep. And had, you know, so I, I, I always voted. I paid attention. Mm-hmm. And um, I would help other people run their campaigns from time to time. Like, you know, I worked on the McGovern campaign in 1972 mm-hmm. um, and on a, a couple other campaigns. And when I moved to Long Branch... I moved to Long Branch 
No intention, no no thought other than, I found a cheap apartment in a great neighborhood. That was it? <laughs> and, you know, I was out of law school. I had moved in with my parents after school because I had no money. Sure. And, you know, but I found a job, found an apartment. Life was great. Met my wife and got a phone call. Would you help out on um, 1984? Would you help out on the Walter Mondale for president against Ronald Reagan? I said, yep. sure. So I went to make phone calls, and I walked into campaign headquarters, and somebody, they asked me who I was, and I told them. They almost didn't let me into the room. You know, where are you from? What do you do? And, you know, I'm a lawyer. I live in town. And they looked at me, and like the third question was, did you ever think about running for office? Wow. <laughs> and, I, and I went back and told my wife, and she said, maybe you shouldn't go back. <laughs> And I did, and I got interested, and I ran and lost in 1986 and thought, I never have to do this again. And as it turned out, I did it again. I got elected to an unexpired term for council, and then six months later, ran and got elected mayor, and I've been mayor ever since. And right now, actually, my balancing act between work I know. And the race is, I'm running for re-election yeah. in a, Weeks in a now, very right? heated campaign. Right. Oh, I know. I've, I've read some of the stuff. I mean, it's great. I don't know how you balance your time. You're running this half marathon, uh, wife and, and, and family. And, 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 you, you, and, and a lot of people don't realize you have a, you're a practicing attorney too, right? So you got to I'm do sitting home. in my law office. <laughs> and, and you're running close. And you're hocus. Well, yeah. here's the race part of it, yeah. which, again, every runner will understand. Right. First of all, the race is going on, and I'd feel horrible if I didn't participate. Right. I don't really care what my time is so much. Yep. You know, my goal in a half marathon is to run the half faster than the winner runs the marathon. <laughs> there you if go. I do that, I'm thrilled. Yep. Um, but running, you know, if I don't run, life isn't, is only, I'm not going to function. Right. Running is, you know, running in the morning is 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 the great pleasure of the day. Um, you know, it, it's you, it, I'm like every other runner. My head cleans out. Yep. I, I feel better. I, I'm invigorated. I'm ready to tackle whatever comes next. You know, by the end of the day, I feel kind of beat up, but I still put <laughs> you know seven, eight, nine hours in in the office, and the campaign interrupts me frequently. Yep. Um, but, you know, for example, I, I was in the office all day Sunday working because I had a trial on Monday. So, wow. you know, I've got to work. You know, I think you look at most mayors in towns our size, and we're about 35,000 people. Mm-hmm. We all work. It's a full, you know, we yep. all have to work. Yep. Well, we uh, appreciate your, your great support of this, uh, this, this marathon, half marathon. Uh, we're going to bring tens of thousands of – we're going to bring – 10,000 or 12,000 runners, but tens of thousands of other spectators and, and people to the, uh, to the Long Branch area where it finishes. And I, I think there's no, the, the meters are still free when you come and park there. I think until, yes, they are. until yeah, so come out, everybody come out. We've already said the weather's mm-hmm. going to be great. Uh, so bring your family, come out and, and, and watch and, and support the city or support the, the Long Branch. And uh, it, it's going to be a great day. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's you know, there's a couple of days during the course of the year that are really special. Yep. You know, we have a huge Fourth of July celebration, a couple hundred thousand people. But you know, the marathon day is absolutely one of my favorites because it's it's the kickoff of the season. Right. You know, everybody's going outside again. Everybody's enjoying the you know what's going on. They're coming down to the oceanfront. 
You know, we may even have a little bit of a traffic jam. Um, you know, the kind of things that when you're, you're a shorefront community and you're a destination, you know, if you don't have those kind of headaches, then you're doing something wrong. That's right. That's right. All right, man. Well, this has been fantastic. I, I learned a lot here. Uh, I learned a little bit about politics. Okay. Um, college is the best time of your life, for yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> marathons are stupid, which, uh, you know. Uh, I didn't say that. No, he didn't say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he did, You definitely did not I say that. I just said they're not for me. That's right. That's right. Although I once told my wife, she, you know, I, I used to do, before politics, I did triathlons for a few years. Yeah. And... You know, every every politician, if they this was right in the middle of an election campaign, and I, I used to get you know Triathlete magazine. I said, "Hey, you know, how about if I don't win the election, I start training for an Ironman?" And she just looked at me, and I said, "Well, what do you want me to do? Get up and say I'm going to spend more time with my family?" <laughs> and she's, uh, you know, that wasn't the right thing to say at that particular moment. But you know, it, it's. Marathons are for other people. They're yep. not for everybody. No, I, I, I see. I'm smear campaign. I did not. He did not say they were stupid. I apologize. I take, <laughs> I take, take that. Back. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Mayor. Well, we look forward to seeing you in, in ten days. Uh, keep up the great work. Um, I, I really. I mean, as busy as you are, I really appreciate the time. It's my pleasure. Fun, fun talking to you. Uh, you too. Yeah, and best of luck at the at the race on uh, April 29th. You'll see the mayor out there running the half marathon. You got the marathon on the 29th, the half marathon, the marathon relay, uh, and the 5K the day before. It's the New Jersey Marathon, uh, an awesome event, uh, and that's Mayor Adam Schneider. Thank you so much, Mayor. You're very welcome. Take right. care, guys. There he goes. That's Mayor Adam Schneider right. of Long Branch. Bye-bye. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're gonna take a quick break and be right back after this. Welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Mayor Adam Schneider for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Uh, again, the New Jersey Marathon is April 29th. Um, Mayor Schneider will be running the half marathon. Uh, I'll be running the marathon. Uh, Jamie Watts will be running the marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, former guest Paul Ginocchio will be running the marathon. Um, and Joanna, I think you're the elite coordinator. I'm the elite coordinator, right. yeah. And maybe you should do the 5K the day before. You did the 5K there. Uh, Start a new streak. Yeah, exactly. I'll be working the expo. That's true. You, you'll be working with a uh, bloated foot. Um, so really enjoyed uh, all the running talk and some touched on some politics. I like I like we brushed, you know, very lightly on the politics. Mm. What did you learn about <laughs> politics? You said yeah. that you learned from him. I did. I did. That uh, I'm not that's not an insult to no, our not, guest. Not I'm just all. saying like No, I I, I learned that um, you know, I feel like local politics are really where you get stuff done. I feel like he's getting stuff done just from just the conversation uh, really influential uh, guy there in, in Long Branch. I know he was super helpful with the marathon. Is always super helpful with the marathon. Uh, I think local politics is where the decisions are ma- being made and get done. Have you ever watched the show Parks and Rec? No. Oh. I know. Every time he calls it Mr. Mayor, that's what made me. It made <laughs> oh, really? me think of the mayor. From, why? why from, uh, what? What about Parks and Rec? Uh, it's a show about local politics. Okay. It's a. It's a comedy. 
Okay, gotcha. Um, I think you should you should try it out. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. I, I just like that he likes running in the snow. I know. I love that too. Well, so I I made some notes, and then Farley read <laughs> my notes. Like he he can't. It's not enough for him to dominate every interview, but he also has to read our notes and say what we wrote down too. I plagiarized from Docs because I did. I, 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 what he wrote down was really good. Yeah, but yeah. I was. This is what I was gonna say. I said like like what politicians tell you what you want to hear mm-hmm. and then he told us college is the best time of your life marathons are stupid i love running in the snow yeah. like he really hit on something for all for everybody yeah, yeah. well i saw that on his desk and I, or on his computer here and i thought docs was not going to say that because i kind of said hey you got anything else I, you know not I'm for kind- him right this so was for the wrap-up because i'm not so. allowed to talk during interviews because <laughs> you don't let us talk I apologize. I uh, I did rip that off. Full disclosure, I ripped that off Docs's uh, sheet because I thought what he wrote down was really good. Um, I like when he makes me look smart, so that's good. Uh, but we're I, I, getting I, a divider in here, so you can't look at my computer anymore. <laughs> sheet office paper. Unbelievable. Like when you took standardized tests, and you had like yeah, a full exactly. Yes, exactly. We have that. that. We actually have that thing over there, which is like. It's a windscreen yeah. for the microphones that we used when we were out at Crystal City 5Ks. I'm going to set that up to protect my notes going forward. Not a bad idea. I did totally rip him off. And I shouldn't have said marathons are stupid because that I was putting words in the mayor's mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he didn't like that. No, I know. which Those are I, my words. <laughs> um, but anyways, awesome. Mayor Adam Schneider. He, he is a huge part of the race and uh, awesome for him to take some time to join us. Uh, it's going to be a great event. Looking forward to April 29th, April 28th, the 5K. Uh, looks like a beautiful weekend for uh, some running, New Jersey Marathon. All right, so I did want to get into, back into the Boston Marathon if we could here. Um, you mean you want to requalify? <laughs> no. Ind- just indulge us a little bit more here, uh, Docs. I know you weren't there. we got to get you invited next year. You had a, you had an engagement, this, mm-hmm. but next year we got to get you up there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure the folks from New Balance are listening. I'll tell you what, I was there with New Balance, and they put on one of the best weekends I've been a part of yet, and I've gone with them to the marathon. Awesome time. Um, so thanks to those guys. Uh, thanks to our local rep, Trip Sutherland, for, for helping out uh, with the event. And uh, great to see former guest Keith Kelly up there. Um, you know, the whole New Balance crew is is supportive of, of Pacers Running and the podcast. Uh Kevin Adams, who heads the Specialty Channel, said that in a, in a meeting, he said, we are taking a page out of the Pacers running Pace the Nation book, and we're going to have Keith Kelly do a podcast for New Balance. Keith Kelly told me I'd be his first guest. Are you? Wow. So they're ripping off our work here. Yeah, so, I know. Um, I don't know how Docs feels about that. but uh, Why don't they hire me to work on their they, they, on their podcast? Hey, I need a job. Throw, throwing it out there. He's, he's, I do he's, need a job. He's a good, good producer slash co-host, so uh, he can do a lot of different things. So I had a great time with New Balance. Um, I was uh, fortunate to, to be at the finish line with you, Joanna, in the Linux Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got one of the best spots there if not the best spot, because the Linux Hotel is right before the grandstands, before the finish line. Uh, and you, you really didn't want to be in the grandstands on Monday's race. There's, I mean, yeah, there's no cover. No. And it was windy, it was cold, mm-hmm. and it was rainy. Uh, and and there, there's no food. Right. We had food, drinks. Um, Shelter. Yeah. yeah um, free gear. I mean, it just, it, what, you know, hanging out with with luminaries, I love that word, uh, of the running community. Uh, so it was a really a really great spot to watch the finish. So we could watch the race on 
television in there, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners watched the race. And, you know, it was it was a really it was just a crazy race to watch because the athletes were running in jackets long i mean long sleeve like it didn't look like they were out racing the boston marathon they looked like they were out trying to survive a windstorm <laughs> and just a training run uh the pace was not very fast obviously because of the the, the headwind uh that was 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 in their face the entire way the rain the cold it just was not ideal uh, the Africans who, uh, there was probably a half do- dozen African runners on both sides who were favorites to, on the men's and women's side, who were favorites to win as their favorites every year. And I'd say most of them dropped out. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. I, I, I mean, I know that the, a lot of these guys, they're such amazing runners and they train in these like climates where it's warm all the time. But it was just crazy to me to see that they couldn't manage uh, this weather it, it, for this one shot deal. Um, I always say that being able to run in the heat is, is a really good asset. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously I can't run in the heat. Right. Um, because I feel like everybody can run in the cold or the rain. Cause you know, I'll run in any condition in it. I feel I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that, that this race made me feel a little better. Cause I was like, well, I guess not everybody can run in <laughs> no. those type of conditions, I know. but it's very rare that deal. you're going to have a race with conditions like Boston. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, it was bad. Uh, did you, you didn't run that morning cause your foot was a balloon. That's mm-hmm. right. I, but I, I did walk a mile to the Lennox and yeah. I was totally soaked. <laughs> it was, right. It and was it, pretty, the I, wind I, was terrible. The wind was bad. So I ran that morning and I ran with the wind initially and I didn't realize that ah, it's not too bad. But then when I started coming back against the wind, the way that the marathons were running, marathoners were running, you knew it was pretty bad. Well, and when you watch the coverage on TV, like as they move through the different towns, cause a point to point course, I mean, there was sometimes that, that it was like just a, like a sheet of rain and you could barely even see them. And yep. then sometimes it's like, Oh, it's not that bad. It looks like it's just drizzling. So the weather also changed a lot throughout the course for the runners as they were out there. Yep. Well, uh, the, I mentioned the African runners who are favorites and, and oftentimes win these major marathon or marathons um, didn't fare well. Uh, but also a number of other runners didn't fare well. Um, you saw early on in the women's race, Shalane Flanagan uh, goes to the bathroom at like mile 5, 6, 10, whatever mm-hmm. that was. Uh, and you early on probably thought, well, this is probably not going to be her day. Um, you see Molly Huddle up there. You're thinking, all right, Pace the Nation guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we're thinking, you know, she's got a good shot, kind of fade towards, you know, mile 15 or 18. Um, you see some of these African runners who are in front just fade or drop out on the women's side and the men's side. Um, what was Galen Rupp wearing? I mean, like some sort of like, uh, what do you call it? A handkerchief across his face and, and, and hood and jacket and, did he uh, think he was running in a sandstorm? <laughs> I mean, it looked like some sort of like that that, that type of getup. But I, I just never – he never gave me confidence just the way he looked throughout the race. Uh, he ends up dropping out on the on the men's side. Um, you know, the the, 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 men, the American men, um, you know, you had the Hansons runner, uh, Shadrach, Shadrach, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a favorite, and he looked like he was hanging in there. And on the women's side, uh, it looked like – uh, that that the only real uh, solid you know person having a somewhat decent race on the American side through 15 miles was was Desi London. But uh, she she also said early on that she when Shalane Flanagan stopped she she waited for her 
and they asked her why did you why did you wait yeah. for her and she was like because I was gonna I was thinking about dropping out I'm glad you brought that up it's crazy I know my favorite line is then when she, she then she helps Molly to connect with the lead pack and then she yeah. like, oh and then then I realized I was like in fourth place so maybe I shouldn't drop Hang out in there. yeah I mean it just shows like in a marathon you go through so many swings of emotion it is and a long time and it's a long time and you yeah. just gotta stay positive and hang in there I mean, yeah, I, I cannot believe she said she was going to drop out. Uh, so ultimately, you know, around mile 20, she takes this commanding lead and looks good doing it uh, over the last hill, you know, into, into the, the town uh, of Boston. and That little uh, town called Boston. <laughs> and, and just destroys the field. Um, one by four minutes. One by four minutes. So I, I mm-hmm. was outside. Were, were you outside? I mean, we kind of, as, as she got closer, we scattered and went outside. Were you outside to see the... Yeah, you were um, You were to my right. Mm-hmm. So if we were to put our, our uh, cell phone footage together. <laughs> okay. So follow us. It's Jotorius uh, LIB. Oh, I didn't post anything. Uh, yeah. Follow us, Run pa- follow me at Run Pacer uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, oh my gosh. And you can see, you can see my Instagram and Twitter uh yeah, I had to. I had to, you know, be a part of it. I had to put myself in the mix. Okay. Uh, so, Desi wins by four minutes. Uh, first American women uh, woman who, winning the race in 33 years. Uh, just, you know, as as bad as it was outside, the energy was just incredible when she finished and won. So I was just thrilled and and psyched to be there. And thanks to New Balance for giving us the the best seats in the house. Well, what's crazy is she had a she she beat the second place runner by four minutes. Yep. But the second place runner was a sub elite runner from <laughs> like full time nurse. So yeah, her her name was her name is Sarah, Sarah Sellers. Sellers. Yeah, um, and that might I be was, even crazier than Des Linden winning. I, Des I, I Linden's an Olympian. I, I agree with you. And in, in, in a second place finisher at the Boston Marathon, her uh, Des Desi was second at the Boston Marathon in 2011. So. This was not a total surprise, but Sarah Sellers uh, comes not, to the race. Not affected by the weather at all. No. I mean, runs basically her best time. She'd only run one other marathon. Uh, and that's my tease, Docs. Uh, Kellen and, and you, Docs, are responsible. I think she's yeah. going to join us on the program next week. So I am really looking forward to that. Uh, that oh, man, I hope have, she doesn't bail on us. <laughs> we're going to have Sarah Sellers out there. On, on the program. Uh, Docs, that was your idea, and then I contacted yeah. former guest Kellen Song, who uh, connected me with her. Also my idea for you to contact <laughs> Kellen Song. Yeah, that's true. So got to give credit to Docs. So look forward to her on the show next week. But, yeah, I mean – it, it was Desi's day, but the story of the marathon was uh, there was a lot of folks who came out of nowhere and persevered. Yeah. Sarah Sellers was, was second. 41-year-old Canadian mom of three was third. I mean, these people, Sarah won $75,000. I know. I know. I mean, she was just going out there to experience Boston, and then you walk away with seventy-five k. I know. Uh, on the men's side, uh, somebody here at Pacer said it was the Michael Wardian of, <laughs> of Japanese running. Win, winning <laughs> yes. the race yes I, I, i'm not even going to i'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name but i loved his energy uh he runs he's got the record this is his fourth marathon of the year already in april he runs uh, he's got the record for sub 220 marathons uh the world record for sub 220 marathons he's run more than anybody ever has uh he's got the record for uh the the fastest marathon in a business suit. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about him before. We have. We've talked about uh-huh. him before. But who knew he was going to go out and win the Boston Marathon? And there's a picture of him that was circulating the internet after he won 
wearing like a bear costume or something like <laughs> that. He ran a marathon wearing a uh, like a, a, a I don't even know how to describe it. It was yeah. It was it was like a panda bear type outfit. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, this is which this... which goes back to our guest last week when her mom's group was saying, "What's your outfit gonna be?" <laughs> yeah, well, the Boston Marathon winner wears wears crazy costumes, so maybe yeah. it's not that crazy. I mean, this guy has got to be your guy. I mean, we we gotta I, we'd have to have a translator, but maybe you, maybe he speaks great English. I, I don't think I don't think he does, but I I know you ask many times, will you run in the Chewbacca outfit? Oh, he'll and do I, it, and he would do it. He'll win it. Seconds. He'll win like New York. <laughs> City wearing a Chewbacca costume. That would, that would be my dream. That would be. So, uh, incredible uh, weekend. I'm going to tweet out a couple links uh, from, well, let's be honest, Steve's going to tweet out a couple links mm-hmm. uh, about... Uh, Put this on your to-do list, Steve. <laughs> uh, we're going to tweet out Kellen Sung's article about Sarah Sellers. We're going to tweet out uh, the article about the, the guy who uh, runs in business suits, panda bear costumes, and mm-hmm. then goes and wins the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Well. Um, he's a professional runner now. He is. Mm-hmm. So he... Because... The, the thing about I don't know if we what mentioned he he's gonna go pro uh, in 2019 at the end of the school okay because th- that's the thing I don't know if we mentioned that Sarah Sellers and the winner weren't professional runners I mean Yuki 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 let's call him Yuki the winner okay. the men's winner Yuki what were they were both I just assumed ha- he was a professional runner they both had to go back to their full time jobs what is Yuki's full time job he's an administrator at a school eh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sarah's a nurse, and I think she had to be at work on uh, Wednesday. She did, yeah. yeah. She had like one day for, of sightseeing, and then she got back to work, which is why uh, uh, she's a hard get for podcasts. That's true. That's true. So we're we're gonna try to track her down. Thanks to Docs and Kellen Sung for that. So just an awesome weekend, um, uh, a great run for a number of Americans, uh, In, including my high school teammate Mike Conway. Mike. Mike who braved the weather and a recent injury and still went sub three wow. in in a, uh, difficult conditions. That is a. I, I was thinking making it all about me as I as I tend to do. Uh-huh. I am glad I'm not after my sub three today uh, in, this, in these conditions. <laughs> well, he did it. You could have run with him. I, I don't know. So, if I've so been congrats able to to, to uh, loyal listener Mike Conway, That's who it. also wore his Pace the Nation T-shirt on the airplane. Nice, That's fantastic. Uh, great day at Boston. Um, I wanted to mention former guest on the sh- on the show, uh, marathon investigator Derek Murphy. Sort of made news last week. Sorta. There was a there was a ESPN. We'll tweet this out at Pace the Nation. An Thanks, ESPN Steve. like six minute piece on Derek Murphy uh, about him catching uh, marathoners who cheat, mm-hmm. uh, cheating marathoners. Uh, he also caught. And we'll, we'll, we'll send out this tweet. Uh, we'll retweet what his tweet was. He caught a, a runner on Monday who was running in the, the, the bib from, I believe, the year 2000. Or maybe it was 1996. So he's running in this. The bibs have evolved and changed over the yeah. time. And yeah. obviously they didn't have the chip in the bib at the time. But somehow this guy got through all the security and everything and runs the entire race in this Boston Marathon bib from 2000. It says Sitco on the top. Um, different different even, sponsor. Yes, <laughs> Sitco's not even a sponsor anymore. Yeah. Uh, so then Derek did some more research, as he does on all these runners, and he found that this guy had run the marathon three other times in the same bib. So the guy, the guy is <laughs> maybe he serial. thought it was a lifetime <laughs> well, entry. Maybe, maybe he did. Also, why would you bandit Monday's race? I, yeah. <laughs> To get the medal, you get the medal at the end. Uh, Yeah, I I I, actually, I guess that's a fair point. That Monday's race would have been a really good year to get the medal. 
That's true. Because it, it had a, a really high dropout rate. And probably pretty easy to band it because you, everybody's got tons of clothes on and your yeah. bibs are not going to mm. be. Makes me, makes me also wonder, uh, should we set up some sort of where I cheat in a marathon and see if he can catch me? <laughs> we should. All let's right. let's kind of challenge Maybe edit it. that out because I don't want Derek. No, no, you can let it, you can <laughs> leave it in there. Uh, but Derek Murphy doing some great work, uh, marathon investigate. Marathon it's, investigator. Isn't it a lot of the people that he catches are from tips? Yes. Yeah. A, lot of it, so a lot of it's tips. All of our listeners need to be in on this too. Like right. none of you none of you guys can uh, call Tip me out, off. okay? Right, right. And it was a If 19- I get caught, we all get caught. <laughs> it was a nineteen ninety six bib. Very oh, very a ninety six bib. Yeah, the wow. guy is running in a ninety six bib. So I I'd like to think ninety six wasn't that long ago, but it it, it was you know what's back. crazy is I don't know who won the World Series in 1996. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could think about it. <laughs> it's the Yankees. <laughs> All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we also, of course, have the store in Princeton, New Jersey, uh, where the New Jersey Marathon takes place. Well, it takes place in Monmouth County to... Uh, Monmouth? Monmouth County. Monmouth. Is that not right? I'll just say Monmouth. Mon- Monmouth County to... Uh, Got to be quick with it. To, to Long Branch. and um, But, you know, Princeton's somewhere. Who, who, uh, geography. We're not a geography Princeton's show. Princeton's like an hour away yeah, from so, the race. Exactly. So it's close enough. But yeah. uh, New Jersey Marathon, obviously, April 29th. You can still sign up today. Uh, a couple more things here, guys. Uh, one not so good that you guys are not going to like. Um <clears throat> And then another thing that I thought was really interesting from the marathon. Now, these are things you're going to tell us right now, or these are things that you're previewing for six (laughs) months from now? (laughs) A grab bag. uh, An interesting tidbit from the marathon, a serious tidbit from the marathon, and then something that's not so good that um, uh, you guys will say, oh, Are we trying to cross your bridge? (laughs) Like, what's with the riddles? (laughs) Well, do you want to – I'm saying, which one do you want first is the question. (laughs) The bad news. The bad news is I'm not going to be able to come to the – the happy hour tomorrow night. Typical. Yeah. I am sorry. Oh, you have other 420 plans? <laughs> I have. No. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Satya's last happy hour, and I'm really disappointed I'm going to miss it. Long story. Um, Give us the short version. Well, I've got to go to Charlottesville for the for the track meet with my son. Mm. And, I, and I bring it up on air because docs would just destroy me. Um, no, I'm going to destroy you on the air. <laughs> it's uh, we apologize. I committed, I committed to something, and I'm totally bailing on it. That's but not yeah, cool. we we really apologize for sneaking this happy hour up on you and yeah. not not sending you a bunch of emails asking you does this date work for you? Can you check your calendar? They did all that. They did all that. No, you're right. This uh, no, this is on us. This is on us <laughs> for for not checking with you and and getting confirmation from you that that date. No, works. I confirmed. Um, oh, you did. Well, I hope that everybody had a great time. I'm sorry to have missed it. I'm sure it was. A it's more fun without you. <laughs> I prob- probably is. I'm. Re- I am really sorry. Actually, that I'm going to miss it. But um, I just, uh, you know, it seems like something you could get out of too. I thought I could, but I I can't. Um, seems like you can. Yeah. What? So you have to watch James? Uh, yeah. So I'll be why can't you just watch watching. James here? I know. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a fine question. It's a great question. It's a great question. It's a fine question, Joe. It's a great question. Yeah. All right. The other piece of news, very on the serious tip, um, very interesting. Do you know what they did at the Linux Hotel? 
because of all the security measures that need to be taken now. Yeah. In the hotel. Are you allowed to announce this? Yeah, I, th- I think you can. Um, it's just, if you. I'm, I'm, I'm giving away security secrets. Well, I mean, it's 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 not a secret to everybody who was in a hotel room that overlooked the marathon course. Okay. Whether you had your do not disturb sign up or not, the day of the marathon, uh, people came in and checked those rooms. <laughs> and I think that's in response to uh, – it is definitely in response to what happened in, in Vegas because there were so many people there at the finish line that mm-hmm. that they had security check every single room that overlooked. Whether you said do not disturb, whether you were right. – you know, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with that too. I thought that was really, really pretty cool. I stayed in a hotel once where they also didn't uh, acknowledge the do not disturb sign. <laughs> and one time I had the do not disturb sign. I was stretching in my room, <laughs> getting ready to go for a run. No, I mean, I was I had running clothes and right. I was stretching, getting ready to go out for a run. But I still had the do not disturb sign mm-hmm. on because I had just gotten changed and gotten ready. The door opens up and maintenance guy walks in with a, with an air filter. And I'm like, hey, and I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, oh, I'm just here to replace the air filter. I said, there's do not disturb sign on the door. He goes, it's going to take a minute, pal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's not the type of service you'd get at the Linux. Or, or, or the Lowe's, <laughs> my new favorite hotel in the Boston. The Lowe's or the lot. I mean, we got some great, the Lowe's. It has to begin with an L. Yeah. The place I was staying with <laughs> began with an H. That's the problem. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. lo- the Lennox is a great hotel, too. Yeah. Um, the Lowe's? Lowe's. Okay, Lowe's. Lowe's, like the movie theater, Lowe's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. The, here's, how they, here's how they got me. So the lot was a great hotel, and it had really good um, soap, mm-hmm. but Lowe's had, like, fine soap. They had an entire... So the Lowe's in Boston is in the old Boston PD headquarters, mm-hmm. so it's a historical building, and they have an entire channel dedicated to the history of the building. Wow. So they won me over with the that history. Is, wait a minute. You, you like a hotel because you're just going to sit in your room and watch TV? Well, it's like... It's, Get out and enjoy the city. She's a history buff. I yeah. mean, she's... I just like that they gave me a little bit about the, the history of the building. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some historical significance to the lot as well. They didn't give me anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind doing research. I don't mind doing the research, but I like that it well, was... Well, you are really out on the lot now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they also have something they call it the apothecary it's like a little lounge with uh, tea and coffee and they have this really nice tea that they have a whole foods that i don't always buy because it's really expensive and they have like every flavor and it's just free and you can just go have as much as you want how much did you put in your bag <laughs> i didn't put any in my bag none none of the tea you didn't I, take any of that tea up to maine no, because they were so nice i was like oh this is like this is really nice that they mm-hmm. do this. she's winking profusely right <laughs> now. yeah yeah, uh, we learn a lot on this program. Wow. Yeah, but so if you ever go to Boston, I'm going to just put out there the Lowe's is a great place to stay. Uh, the security I'd... guards were not uh, looking for shooters; they were checking every room for the <laughs> for, missing for tea. The missing tea. Uh, That's right. All right, guys. Episode 151 in the books. Thanks again to Mayor Adam Schneider for joining us. He's the mayor of Long Branch. He'll be running the New Jersey Half Marathon on April 29th. You can still sign up for that race and the marathon and the 5K, which is the day before. Uh, So you can check that out on our website, runpacers.com. Thanks to the listeners. Appreciate everybody coming out April 20th. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I'm sure it was a great time. Well, you're going to have to take Satya out and buy him a beer another day. That's true. I will definitely do that. All right. Thanks to Wayme Docs. Thanks to Joanne Russo. Thanks to intern Joanna. Thanks to you listeners. I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week.
Dude, don't read my notes and, and steal my thing. This is for something else. This is this was for when we came back, and now you said it. Uh, I know. It was so good. I wanted you to say it, though. I didn't know but it was. Not to him. I was going to say it when we came back. I know.